Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye. And I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight's subject is the Great Galactic Alignment. But before we go there, we will Let's do the mind, as we do every week. Simply ever. Mm -hmm. The mind divides the year into 13 28 day months with um, a day out of time, mm -hmm. which completely obliterates the um, leap year premise. Today in mind is a 13 tone, which means it's the end of a um, wave spell, end of a 13 day period. And the tribe is Akbal, which is the tribe of the dreamer and the subconscious. So this is an incredible day to launch your dreams. It really yeah, is. Yeah, very much. And in fact, literally. Mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow will be Wang Khan. The seed tribe is tomorrow, a yellow tribe, which is uh, another interesting bunch of information. The uh, I endure in order to dream transcending intuition. Now this describes the day, actually. Uh, I seal the input of abundance with the cosmic tone of presence. Uh, actually, transcending intuition occurred that I noticed today in that I, I did come to the realization that if I believed one thing, it would be true. And if I believed something else, it would be true. And it was up to me to choose which one to believe. That's, as far as I can tell, transcending intuition because your intuition is where you get a... Uh, little doorway opens so you can see a piece of the... Uh, um, now, if you doubt it, the door will slam on your nose, probably. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. Or, ouch, as they say, wherever they say things like that. But that's uh, a little bit of an introduction into what it is we're going to talk about this evening, which is the uh, galactic alignment. Uh, and as much as I do love humanity, and I do, we are, as a group, ill-prepared for this in uh, the last 10 years, if we go back 50 years, 40 years, depends on how old you are, the time back in those days was recalcitrant. It was just rigid. There was nothing you were going to do about it. This took that much time, period. But we, over these years, have become far more timeless. And so time itself is now much more of a fluid. But we do not have vocabulary or particular conscious awareness of it. And the thing about the alignment is, not that it will occur in a single day, but there will be an enormous flux of consciousness that we could use some vocabulary to understand, that we could use some presence of mind to be able to um, develop in this, to acquiesce, to become greater than we already are. So, uh, for example, uh, several years ago, time really dramatically shifted. And so I walked through a door that was closed, only it, it didn't, I banged into it, uh, because the, I had just opened <laughs> the door, and then uh, with no one closing it, it became closed. So later, after I recovered from the concussion, I realized that the door had slipped into a different time and that that was perfectly okay, and this would be called a time blip or a time portal or a transcendence of time. Well, we don't have terms like that. It would be okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think prior to that, the best we could come up with were expressions like deja vu and various things like that. But I, it's very similar, since you're on that topic about these time bleeps or blips. 
I really feel that what most people experience when they are experiencing what, what people would call ghosts or paranormal activity, really a lot of the time is a time blip. And if yeah. you think of time as being simultaneous and you have envelopes and each, each moment is an envelope stacked on top of each other, and it's not so much that we parade in a line through these in linear fashion. Sometimes we haphazardly, uh, well, not, not without conscious direction, of course, but go from one envelope to another to another. And we do this in our own thinking every day. We could be sitting at the office and remembering more about what happened when there was a big thing that happened yesterday and we are more in yesterday than we are in today. Exactly. Or we're worried and we're more in tomorrow than we are in today. And so much about finding your spirituality and your connection is living right here in the now, of course. Yeah. Well, I feel that there are places on the planet, and I have done a lot of research with energy lines and energy lines going through people's homes and in, the bed, in their bedroom that really affects their sleep patterns. And I talk about this a lot in the dream workshop and in the divination workshop. But maybe we'll do a whole show devoted to this because the energy line things are very interesting. But as I was doing that, finding energy lines in people's bedrooms to help them get a more powerful dream time, I discovered that sometimes I ran across a portal or a vortex a vortex really pulling energy in or out, and the portal is like a tube almost that can connect those envelopes to each other so that things can communicate and move freely through them while still remaining in their integrity of their own specific envelope. So if you think of envelopes like this and a straw connecting it, then the identity that we are in this envelope can then interact with this envelope rather than having to come out as a perception point and become in that paradigm. Yeah, so that being said, if you're in the 1800s, then you come through the straw as someone in the 1800s, hence the paranormal activity or the ghost. Yeah, the movies have been reflecting this quite a bit. Did you, were you complete with that? Well, well I, I was just saying, I, I think it's a whole different perspective, whereas once upon a time, our vibrational frequency was slower even fairly recently, to the point where when we had interaction like that, it, it seemed like we were powerless over it, that there was no way to vibrationally close that opening or to view it in a different way, but that we are now. Yeah, well, it's very important that we human beings realize the amount of sovereignty we have That's a good point. in our reality, and you can just close the door. This is yeah. the way this works. So another vocabulary word that we don't begin to have is the word abort. Okay, so I've, and we've all done this. I put the keys there, the keys are not there. I spend the next 45 minutes with a set of backup keys right where I know where they are. But I have to find that set of keys because I apparently appear powerless because one, I don't have the word port. Two, I don't understand that the keys will come back after I've stopped searching for them, but not until I've stopped searching for them since this is, uh, again, a, a warp in time, so to speak. In other words, as long as I'm searching, I've riveted time, I've welded it, I've turned it to steel with the keys lost. Mm -hmm. Because I keep saying the keys are supposed to be there. Okay, and that's, that's by the way, sign for crazy, <laughs> in case you ever wondered what uh -uh. that meant. 
Okay. <laughs> that's that's sign for sign the keys for are supposed crazy. to be there. The keys right. are supposed to be there. Yeah, so, uh, but if you had the word apport, the keys have apported, well, then I have no concern because they they'll be reappear. back. Yeah, and if I was kept from getting in the car and driving away, it's because, well, the larger parts of me didn't want to go through the uh, wreck and the uh, other consequences, so to speak, as though there were consequences. Let me just evaporate that word. Well, but I chose a different path, and I'm the only one that didn't know it, and the keys were on my side. Very good. Because everything is on your side. I, I just had a visual that might be, just while you were talking about that in the keys, it's almost mm -hmm. as if you throw the keys up in the air and the train moves, and then the keys drop in another place. Yeah. It's kind well, of Well, that's, that's, yeah, except the train would be on a spiral, but yeah. As far as time I'm goes, I'm just talking time is, about how, how yeah. uh, things moving at different speeds can interact. Yeah, that's yeah. And another thing we don't comprehend: we have been uh, riveted with the word uh, timeline. It is actually time spiral, and it is for that reason that there is no such thing as going back to square one, because even uh, there's square one. Okay, you're never going to go back there. You're going to ride the cycle until you are above square one again. Now that can happen, mm -hmm. but you can't be there because you have everything that happened on the spiral prior to returning to step one. And then across step one again, square one, whatever it is, rectangle one for those who prefer, golden rectangle one, yeah, on and on and on. But, and that's part of the principle of a port. It's, as long as you've spent the entire cycle searching for the thing, finally gave up to return to that same point, oh, there's the keys. Yeah, well, it's this principle of time, nobody understands, because we have to think of it as a straight well, line that, in order. That's a, a really good point. And, yeah. and in the psychic development class, we go into finding lost objects a lot, because oh. it's, it's a good uh, exercise and a fun game to play. And one of the things I um, teach in the class and that we do a number of different exercises for is how to use your body as a divination tool, mainly a, what are those called, a divining rod of sorts. So what I do is shake out my hand as, as a statement of, okay, I'm disengaging from it. I'm not losing control of it, but I'm disengaging from it. And then I assign the finding of the keys or finding of whatever to my hand. And then I forget about it, and my hand goes right to it. Like one time, I was looking for vacuum cleaner bags that were not in a bag. They were just extras that somebody had given us. And I had no idea where they were. And I said, well, I'll just let my hand find it. And I let go of it. And I stood up and walked all the way down to the lower level under the table where all your paintings, you were doing your paintings, and lifted something up, and my hand just reached for it. Now, my head could never have figured that out. But my hand knew. Yeah. And so if we allow our bodies, sometimes things get lost so we can develop new skills like that. Body, mind, and spirit, something uh, everyone repeats and no one begins to understand. Well, body, I think mind, a lot of people understand. Begin I think to, yeah, definitely. But uh, there's the, since that trinity is an important one for us, the, the body has an agenda, the mind has an agenda, and the spirit has an agenda. The spirit always votes for that which will advance you the most efficiently, which may be the roaring disaster, which is why uh, my higher self told me to do this, and now I've got several broken bones and a medical bill and a few other things. And, but that was the most, the most elementary method by which you would advance. That was it. And that's what your spirit votes for. 
your body votes according to the environment that it lives in. In other words, if you are uh, eating very light food, then the body will turn in a higher vote than if it's very dense food. And, or if the, the body lives in a wonderfully beautiful environment versus a prison cell, the beautiful environment will vote for a greater aesthetic. You know, your body will be on your side as far as your advance goes. And what nobody understands is the brain is always the swing vote. Two-thirds majority rules. The brain always makes the decision. And uh, since we don't even incorporate the heart in that, which is another old factor, that would turn it into well, groups I, of Well, I do four. believe that often, and uh, just through my own research, my own work in, in this lifetime, that often it is our emotional body that's making decisions, and maybe not the emotional body balanced against the rational body. And, and it, it, um, it's a matter of having things in a balance. And also the aesthetic or the surroundings if we make the surroundings be the master of how happy we are, then we're forever giving our power away to anybody that wants to strew, strew do you say that? Is that a more It depends current, on where you're from. Is that a present tense of strewn, is strew? I don't know. Anyway, to throw things all over the floor and that bothers you, you don't like the environment, or if a neighbor's playing loud music, then we, then we give our power away to that neighbor that's playing loud music. And I tell you, if you give your power to someone, they're going to misuse it. They're going to use it like crazy, like people do rental vehicles and rental things. They just don't care and they just trash it. Well, when you're giving your power to someone, that's usually what happens. So if you have a neighbor playing loud music, to give the power away to let that make you unhappy, then what you're doing is saying, here, the power is outside of me. So I think that the aesthetic we can create within, because the more beauty we see with our eyes, the more beautiful we become. Now, yes. And it's all, all a choice. I definitely agree. Now, the, what's coming up, the galactic alignment, just to get us a little more perspective, as I was saying, if we went back a decade or 20 years or 30 years, the difference between then and now and even the difference in the last few days, even the difference in the last month, or if you're in the Mayan, the difference in the last couple wave spells has it's been, been big. amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, not like you actually remember the old you. It's like if you have memories from that, it's, it's viewed on some sort of a screen. It's not the same participation. I, if I, when I was a kid, I fell off a bicycle. I can still remember the impact of the sidewalk. But that happened, you know, it would be, it wouldn't be current the same way. And we have our caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Sean. Sean. All right. What can we do for you? Yes. Well, my family and I have been watching you for a number of years. And the basic question is, what do you attribute your longevity on the air to? You've been on a long time, and you're not run-of-the-mill type of show. So what do you attribute your longevity on the air? That oh, would be a, a hard head. Hard head, hard head. Stubborn. I'm going to yeah. hang up and listen. Okay, thanks. Okay. Well, we came into this with the idea of assisting we, the human race, to achieve a far greater consciousness. Now, back at the very beginning, this was an alien language. People invented drinking games based on, you know, our show, stuff like that. But we have an ever-increasing fan base, uh, just always. Every time we broadcast, there are more fans more people that watch on a regular basis. 
And we've had a thousand reports of I was flipping channels, caught two seconds of your program. A week later, I was still thinking about the two seconds, couldn't find your, and now I found it. So we're on Thursday nights at 8.30 live. We rerun locally at... Um, it's 10.30 10, on Saturdays 10 30 and 7.30 Saturday. in the morning on Fridays. Yeah. But if you think about it, the cutting edge is always the sharpest. And it is the, the, the thinnest. And so being, and I feel that we have always been on the cutting edge. We were bringing this stuff long before it was cool, as you were saying. And I think that it's just that the universe really could use the counterbalance from reality television where it's humor to torture each other psychologically and that emotionally. Is funny. And I think that people really are wanting more out of life. Yeah. And Neville and I really have devoted our lives to this. I mean, yeah. we, do, we do this all volunteer and the crew here every week volunteer. We mm -hmm. show up every week for thousands of shows now. Yeah, uh, literally. We've done more yeah. programming except for news shows than probably any other TV show out there. Yeah, uh, so. really so. And we've been, I, I really do feel that in the overall ether that we're looking at, that we came here to raise this, we really did counterbalance over the years. We, as far as I'm concerned, we counterbalanced the entire uh, president whose initial is B. <laughs> that entire administration was counterbalanced by us for the- Energetically, I think. Yeah, that. energetically. And that if we had just quit, there would have been a, um, um, landslide, a rock slide, a uh, 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 crashing of the whole thing. We've been holding this up um, and now it's, uh, uh, we had so many copycats. The secret was a copycat, definitely. We taught everything that was on the secret for years. Well, I don't I know, copycat, but I, I mean, whatever they, it was word a that similar is. type Yeah, of similar, but thing. I mean, we, <clears throat> we put this information out. If we hadn't put it out, <clears throat> you wouldn't be able to understand well, like the secret because we put in well, the yeah, base gnomes for all these built things. Built a room, yes, I agree with yeah. that. And, mm -hmm. and I would say that uh, I would congratulate those of you that have been watching the show for a long time because you're really advanced thinkers. Yeah. It, the examined life used to be a very rare thing for someone to really go on that spiritual journey within and get to know who they are. And it was a very few people. That's why for the longest time, it, there weren't that many people that could hear us. And it, thankfully, mm -hmm. because I think if we had been heard early on in the early years, maybe we wouldn't have been able to continue on with the show. People would have objected or something. But yeah. because people are becoming more and more conscious now, and it's really widespread, and I think this is another example of what we're talking about in the, the coming galactic alignment uh, what really what's going on with the Mayan calendar. Neville and I have studied and really discovered some Mayan calendars that haven't been discovered yet. We have huge bodies of work, myself included, many books. We teach um, classes on this and maybe one of the weeks we'll come and just teach it on the show so people can hear it. But essentially the whole calendar ending thing, and I know everybody's probably heard this ad nauseum, and that's one of the reasons I stopped teaching it because it seemed like everybody was on the bandwagon with it, is that the end of the calendar, one of the huge calendars, it ends on 
the 21st of December of this year. And people say, why does that mean the end of the world? And I say, no, it's just the end of the calendar. For the same reason we end the calendar on December 31st, it's the end of a big cycle. That doesn't mean that January 1st doesn't come right after that. Yeah. So with that being said, I do feel that rather than the Mayan calendar, setting that aside for a moment, the fact that there is a galactic alignment taking place on that day, and Mayan, the Mayan calendar is about a galactic time spiral rather than a linear solar system-based time uh, or, uh, fundamental construct. And this is where the sun is the farthest away from the galactic center, and it's at an angle that it's never been at before. And after this, the trajectory begins going back. So you can see it as begin. our farthest exhale out and starting to inhale. We never really remember that, or we can't articulate that very specific moment where our exhale starts becoming an inhale, can we? And we can't figure out that moment that our inhale starts becoming an exhale. Well, that's like this date. It's, it's a segue. It's been happening for a while, and it will continue to happen, not just on that one day. Yeah. Well, we are still uh, very much on the cutting edge. There's always more edge to cut. The people that listen to us are the people who can uh, assimilate a, a higher level of consciousness. I don't know of anyone anywhere that I've seen or heard that is talking about any of this stuff. The, uh, the Mayans did lay down a cycle, and the Mayans absolutely believed in us, okay? So much so that they stopped at the end of a cycle, figuring that we would catch on. Okay, now there's three or four websites that I know of that are really big into getting people to convert to Mayan time. We have forever on this show told you what the Mayan date is today. And people, uh-huh, and we tell you what the date translates. We translate the date into English. What well, was this evening? It was the, um, oh, intuition. Yeah, 13 Akbal, but it's intuition, transcending intuition. Have you heard anyone where have you heard the term transcending intuition? Huh? You want to call in if you've heard that? It is about getting beyond intuition, transcending intuition. Intuition is a child's term. In other words, you tell the universe what to do, and the universe does it. Okay? That's true. Knowing, and if you have this intuition <laughs> about things, you are telling me that you really believe in closed doors, foggy windows, uh, poor, let me finish without, okay, uh, poor communication with yourself, and above all, you do not believe in your own power. And hey, you've got your own power. Decide what's going on in your life. Act like it. Now, the, the cycle ends the segregation and begins, what would that be? What does it begin? It begins the integration. So the age of war is going bye-bye, and the age of us cooperating as a group is beginning. So there is a grand total, and we've said this forever, there is one family on this planet. One. One. O-N-E, one. There's one family, humanity. And like any family, there are certain relatives you know better than to talk to. Okay? That's no different. <laughs> okay? <laughs> this is the way this works. There are certain people that, um, what is the word again? Oh, vampires that will take your life force because you're a kind and loving person and give your life force until you have given up enough life force and reincarnated and given up enough life force till you get to the point where you own it. 
I don't see anybody sucking my life force because I'll just go, hi, you know, you got my attention there. Why don't you say bye-bye? Because I just have no use for this. I have stuff to do with my own life force, etc. And this, this would be a gift I would give to any child that I was raising. I would, I would um, just put this out. This is the way uh, it works. And we, we, we have always, all of these years, known that of the... Uh, many, many, many people that watch our show, only a certain group will come towards us because that's the way it is. Only a certain group will be willing to take the next step up. A lot of people want to sit there and go, oh yeah, oh that's interesting. What did they say on the show last night again? Uh, you know, and no, well, gone. So this idea... Well, I would like to comment on please, your, go your ahead. comment about intuition uh, because I use that word a lot and I certainly don't mean it as foggy-headed and um, unclear. So I, I, I would like to. I would like to to just uh, maybe restate it myself in the understanding you were bringing up because I thought that was an important one. Intuition implies, hey, I'm getting a feeling about this. I know this to be true, but it's intuition, meaning it's a little bit of a step removed because you haven't really mastered the feeling of the knowing from it. And so I, I see your point that yeah. it does eventually grow into a knowing. Like a and child it's like grows. Remembering. Yeah. It's like remembering yeah. and after a while. Well, whatever you place your attention on does get brighter, it does grow. <clears throat> like if you were to pay attention to the sound of the clock ticking now or the refrigerator running or the furnace and you really listen to that. And, and your mind's fixated on it, then that's what's going to become louder and everything else will become quieter. So knowing, getting used to the idea, getting used to the feeling of what knowing is like. Once you do that, everything else just comes naturally. That's what I'm saying. Intuition I'm saying is too. a step, we are yeah. agreeing, intuition is a step towards knowing. Could we please go to knowing? But I, I would say a lot of people are, and myself included in a lot of ways, I would say still my intuition. It has not been articulated like a, a something of the mind. It, it, it's a state of knowing. Yeah, the heart also. Yeah. yeah. Well, at any rate, I, I, I would like that word to still be a usable word. It's uh, a usable a word. I wasn't taking word. away from anyone. I'm just saying okay. that. The That's term right. transcending intuition yeah. Yeah. is what we came here to do. And all of the things, see, this is what I'm saying about the, the changes that we are about to be gifted with, the, where, where it's uh, suddenly, oh, yeah, got it, never mind. That would have been a, um, a rest. <laughs> that would have been uh, flowers. That would have been a restraining order. And now it's, oh, pardon me, got it, no problem. And, and you don't have to be corrected by external stuff anymore because the frequency is so high that uh, the advanced planets don't, want, don't have wars. They don't have people fighting each other. The galactic government does not give a planet that's divided into countries a seat in the galactic government because they don't want to listen to you. We'd have to have one voice. This, at this point, right now, pre-2012, um, we couldn't even elect an ambassador for the planet Earth. Would it be what race? Would it be male or female? We cannot send a committee. We have to send a single individual to represent our planet. And who would that be? Probably a dolphin. Yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's little known. Whales also. That's the three 
uh, sentient beings on our planet are humans, whales, and, well, pardon me if this is advanced information, the dolphins are brighter than we are, they have a bigger brain, whales, ditto, and humans were the three sentients on this planet. And I read a, a, a science fiction novel that was astounded that they'd found a planet that had three separate sentient beings on it. Well, three civilizations no. by three separate, and they were totally integrated on this planet. They knew each other. They had, uh, it was a very interesting Well, it is an interesting around. thing about dolphins. As the human fetus goes from the egg and sperm being fertilized all the way to, to its uh, birth, it goes through a series of looks that looks, it mimics very much what evolution is. Starts out as a one-celled being, looks a little bit like a tadpole-looking thing, then it turns into a bird, reptile-looking, and then it moves forward and forward. At one point, it looks like a little chicken, and, and, and it goes forward, and it turns into the human baby. Well, dolphin embryos go through and mimic just like human babies do, and it looks like a human baby for a while, and then it grows past that into a dolphin. So if we follow that series of steps mimicking evolution, then the dolphin has evolved from us. I mean, meaning it, it's evolved past us. It's already gone through our phase, so to speak. Makes me wonder. Do we have a call? Yeah, it makes me wonder what's past dolphin. Yeah. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, y'all. It's Lina. Hi, Lina. Hey, what can we do for you? Well, I missed the uh, part of what you were saying because I was holding, so I don't know where the conversation went. But I went off on intuition, and the first word that came to me was being. Intuition goes just into being. Yes. Mm -hmm. Simplicity of being. Yes. Rather than thought. It's just you are. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And then you're at one with whatever's going on, so yeah. you're in a state of knowing. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. And there, and it's knowing. It's not doubting to any right. degree. It just is. Exactly. Yeah. It has simplicity. its own energy, and it's not yeah. something that we really do. It mm -hmm. just is what we are. Yeah, and, and what's interesting is we all have different areas of our life where we have more of the release over to the knowing and areas where we're not as as open and I think that if we can identify the areas that we have a great knowing like when I'm doing sessions with people for instance I just have a great knowing about things yeah. and and it's like it's not even a place to question because it, it is I'm not even in a place of that doubt has room in yeah, there right but then you're might, not really there so yeah yeah or I'm at you're, one one with the moment yeah. let's say like what you're saying I'm, I'm more being yeah. but let's say if I was to go out there and buy a new car or blah 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 whatever it might be my head is a little more distanced from the moment and the knowing because maybe I'm not so comfortable because I'm afraid of being wrong or doing an incorrect thing and it shows you how doubt can separate yes. yourself from it yeah so then I you think, have to rely yeah. on all these steps like intuition gut reaction or is that wishful thinking yeah. and and I, I, I just call that ego, and my ego is, gets in the way. Yeah. Form well, of separation. The ego is the ultimate form of separation. Absolutely. It has an important job. It keeps us all separate. Mm -hmm. However, we can sometimes be separate and sometimes be integrated. It's yeah. a very important point. Well, if you, point. if you remember the parts of your life, if you look at the parts of your life where you do feel connected and at one with yourself and your knowing, then use that as a model in these other areas. So let's say you're out buying the new car 
you yes. say, how can I remember my knowing? And think of these other areas where you feel very much in the knowing, yes. and that will help you help yes. you get there. Yes, I find that it's easy to do it with breath. Mm -hmm. If I just breathe, uh huh. I do I, that same thing I'm too. I'm there, you know. Just a big deep breath will do yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I love your show. Oh, thank, well, thank you, you very much. So much. I, it's funny when I I tune in. I mean, I think it's been over. 10 years or whatever, a long time. Whoa. And sometimes I don't see you for a couple of years. Mm. Well, well. The next thing I know, boom, there you are again. Yeah. Went, oh, well, hi, Neville, you all. <laughs> Neville and I are getting ready to go into our 13th year doing this together. Oh, that's he had wonderful. Wonderful. The, well, it's a great service. Well, thank you. And thank I, for one, appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lynn. It's much. great to hear from you. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Now, um, along these lines, we human beings are unbelievably brilliant. There is no way to describe how bright we are. In a totally unknown uh, situation, in under a nanosecond, we understand it all and we know exactly how to act. Within the next nanosecond, we have doubted that. And by the third nanosecond, we've elected to believe the doubt and forget the knowing. Okay. And that's, so it's stunning to me that never mind we invented computers and airplanes. Uh, I believe that we ever discovered fire had to have been divine intervention, supernal interference with, we, someone has to have said, dude, come here. Yeah, see that? Oh, it's a big lighter. You'll figure it out in uh, roughly two million years. But look, flame, no flame, flame, no flame. Yeah. And, and then the guy goes, oh, and then a tree gets struck by lightning, and then the tree burns out, and he goes, oh, you know, and then eventually comes up with the match. Yeah, that took a while. Yeah, or the wheel, right? Okay, the wheel. So some, some uh, telephone, the latest telephone, has a wheel on it, where you spin the wheel to get, oh, God, like you thought of the wheel. Oh, God, yes, this is so brilliant, this Well, planet. wheel and thumb together, I think, is a new Yeah, new, yeah called the lighter. Principle. Yeah, there's a lot no, of those. No, on the phone. Yeah, yeah, okay. New, yeah, that's new. The thumb is new and the wheel is new, yeah. Oh, sorry, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't no, know. no, no, I'm, I'm saying that this is, if we would please just remember who we are and just write that down, I remember who it is I really am. And if well, the entire of us did that for a year, I had... Well, well, I just w wanted mm -hmm. to say real quick, since we were talking about the galactic alignment, yeah. we're having the new moon vegetarian potluck this Saturday, which we've had, we have not done it the last month or a little more, but apart from a handful of times, we've done it every month consistently for 13 years, and it's an, a, a little fundraiser type thing we do to we help with the website us. and all the stuff that, yeah. um, that we pay for to keep, to keep the show going. And it's really fun. It's a potluck, and we sit, and I, I've created a remote view game that we play where everybody gets to ask a question, and it's, it's a fun game. Uh, so it's like you get a reading when you come. Um, but mm -hmm. this particular month, or we're going to also do a crystal meditation. So if you want to go on the website and find out more details, you can go there and um, bring some crystals with you or whatever, and really do a, a galactic alignment and, mm -hmm. a, and a energetic super boost meditation for the planet so that everybody wakes up. And if you look at it, at, there are so many people that are waking up right now. And yes, a lot of them are still in their infancy and sometimes a, a little information, is that 
a little information can be a dangerous thing or whatever that expression. It's not really dangerous. But so, we are waking up and mm -hmm. more people are ready to live the examined life. So this is a way that we can contribute yeah. to removing thought forms that would hold people down. And you know, so, I just anyway, decided that I'll, I'll do the uh, going into the no thing as part of the, uh, this new moon coming up. Because I was going to teach it just now, but I'll wait for then. I had a very interesting guy. Uh, we just did a um, convention, is that it? Expo, whatever the word is. Uh, and um, I was talking with this guy, it was very interesting, and uh, said, um, um, I'll talk about it at the new moon, because uh, it's a very important okay. piece of information. I'd like to see the whole of us just be able to effortlessly transcend into this with, with a new, improved vocabulary, without doubt, without this whole thing. Um, Country Joe and the Fish, you all remember them, yes, we're that old. Uh, war, hell no, I won't go. Or pardon me, heck no, I won't go. It doesn't have quite the same impact. Yeah, and if one, everyone two, said, three, yeah, what are we, are we fighting, fighting for? for? Yeah, don't tell but, me I don't give a damn. Let's this stop is, this Vietnam. This is it. If everyone said, well, no, we're not going to do that. I mean, everybody throughout the planet, That's suddenly right. we're just all too conscious to consider killing anyone. I could not possibly consider killing anyone. If you must kill me, then go ahead. But I won't be killing you back because that will just prolong this nonsense. Well, and it really is quite, quite a repeating pattern. And if you remember in the book 1984, there were these repeating patterns that one, one year the, this um, continent would be the enemy and then it would move around yeah, and move yeah. around. If we look at the patterns of the Vietnam War with what's going on now. All of these patterns. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we could wake up. If, if we intellectually just studied religion Everybody and just studied got the history to the point. of our lifetime. Yeah, everybody gets to the point where it's simply out of the question. So all war is based on opposition. This is the, the beginning of, and we've said countless times on this show, about switching off into Trinity thinking. If you have two sides of the picture, you do not have a complete picture. You do not begin to have a complete picture. There's us and them. There is no them, okay? How's that for the third side to the coin? This concept of switching to Trinity thinking is what's going to happen. For, right now, we're bipolar. And I don't mean you run around purchasing poles. I mean that we flip-flop back and forth between good and bad and good and bad. And, and that's just um, the well, truly advanced unifying. beings, the beings that, exactly, the beings so that the came. the Trinity is the unification. Yes. Now, the beings that spread the DNA for we humans throughout the, there, first of all, there are five basic gene, five basic gene bases for human beings. And um, the fifth one, the one that we don't know anything much about, builds a 50-foot tall being who's cycloptic. And these are the beings that got in spaceships and spread DNA at the lower, the, the uh, 44 plus 2 DNA uh, spread all over, and then the 44 plus 2 created a genesis that resulted in who we are, the 46 plus 2, if I did all the math, it's 50 plus 2, is the, whatever this is, but the fifth one. 
So these were the Lyrians. And the reason they had the single eye was that they didn't doubt. Well, that's true. And in the opening of the third eye ceremony, I say if you look through one eye, you see in two dimensions. If you look through two eyes, you see in three dimensions. If you look through three eyes, you see in the fourth dimension. Exactly. And it's very true. And also the developing fetus early on, before the eyes develop, the pineal gland, which is the third eye, is right here on the forehead. And it regresses and goes in. Remember, the yeah. developing fetus is a history of our evolution. It withdraws and goes into the center of the brain. And then the, the eyes, as we know it, develop. And the pineal gland has color receptors and a lens, just like a real eye. Mm -hmm. And some species of lizards still have the pineal gland on the top of the head. So you're right. You cannot see a polarity with one eye. That's my point. <laughs> it reminds me, one time I had a friend, and she had had a lot to drink. She was walking around like this, and I said, what are you doing? She goes, well, I can't see double with one eye. <laughs> anyway, it was very hysterical. That's very funny, yeah. It's well, still no, hysterical. No, but that is a good point. And, and yeah. one other thing, if people are interested in learning more about the tall beings, and it may not be these specific people you're talking about, but Larry's. to read Ross Hamilton's books, <coughs> excuse me, which we are going to have him on the show, and if you go into our archives and read or I'm sorry, watch or listen to the Serpent Mound episode. Mm -hmm. You can learn a lot about these tall skeletons that they found in West Virginia and Ohio where the beings were 9 to 10 feet tall or 12 mm -hmm. feet tall, really yeah. huge, and they actually have these bones. I would like yeah. to just announce for, for Michael and for the world that the American Indian Festival is October 20th from 10 to 4 at Patuxent River Park in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Is that where we went that time? No, we have not been here. Wow. But they're going to have American Indian dancing and yeah, activities dancing. and crafts. You can go. And I'm not sure what that kind of vendors they're going to have there, but I have bought moccasins my whole life. Oh, I love yeah. them. Hmm. And I was wearing them today, and I realized how connected I felt walking on the earth where my feet could feel the earth and only separated by the skins of the um, hide of the shoe. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to suggest to everybody to get a, a pair of them because you wouldn't believe how you feel when you walk on them. And so this could be a good opportunity because I know they have what a lot. What was the date again, please? October 20th, which I believe would be this Saturday. And it is from 10 to 4. And it is the Patuxent River Park in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. And it's called the Fourth Annual American Indian Festival. And there are, looks like it's going to be a great time. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. And Michael is right now running CG. And he's about to push the button. And he's the MC the of the event, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yes. Excellent, all the way around. So there was so something. If, oh, I'm yeah. also starting the tarot practicum series, which is really fun. I, I teach you a lot about tarot, and you get to learn a lot about yourself and your life. That's coming up. Psychic development's coming up, and you're doing past lives. Yes. And we have and a bowl event later in the month. Yes, and I, uh, most of my time now I'm painting Beautiful between. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. And here's the duck. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> Ducky, ducky, ducky. Oh, peace. Remember, remember my experience <laughs> with my spirit guide when I wanted justice. 
the guide said, what are you really looking for? And I said, peace. And then the guide said, why don't you go directly to peace? So to me, justice equals peace. So I asked for um, clarity on the going into the art, because this is uh -huh. what moves me. And it came up truth, clarity, and power. Wow. And it came up power first, and that's what the, uh, uh, the focus on art. Because I always said I would retire and just do art the rest of my life. I would so. love to do that myself. Yeah. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of, I am, well, I will announce it when it's closer to. Okay. All right. So, oh, uh, do we have a caller? Do well, we? if, no, we, not yet. if okay. we look at, at the um, galactic alignment, uh, another thing that I have noticed, and we'd even done a little talking, uh, something similar about this before the show started, that our relationship to death is very different now. And I attribute that a lot to this big change. And I remember when the big shift actually started happening. It was October 31st, 2000, when you were speaking um, on Voice of America about superstition and the oh, shift yeah. happened. I just mm -hmm. felt it and I saw that. Well, I feel that everything has really started moving since then yeah, to a large definitely. extent. Mm -hmm. I was going to say Much something. Much more so, the beginning of the 2000s. Okay. Uh, hi, caller. What's your name, uh, please? Hello? Hi. Hi, it's hi. Lina again. Hi, Lina. I, I forgot to tell you, uh, the 30th is the celebration of my 60th year, not hey. 60th, excuse me, 70th year oh. in hey. this incarnation. And I it was might be 60, you know. Reading. I would be happy. And I'm going to hang up because it's very yeah. hard to hear you on my phone and okay. uh, I can hear you better through the television. Well, great. Yeah. Well, thank Lina, you and happy perfect, birthday. Yeah, That's the perfect example of time being um, so loose as it was. It, it is no doubt your 60th birthday coming up. Yeah. No doubt. Might even be 50th, yeah. 40th. Whatever you want, really. Yeah. Okay, we, this is a card talking about rebirth and it's saying very similar things that each phase of our life is a very powerful one. We're a child, we're led around like the camel, we become the young adult or the mid-adult and uh, it, it's power plays and roaring and then, then we are birthed into who we really are and that's the milestone. And it's that we get better and better. Every year we're better than the prior year and it's only our society that makes us think we're not. Now this is a card that talks about letting go of all the old pain and sorrow we've had in our life. And as we do, we see the blinds of our thinking start moving away and we can see that beautiful night sky of endlessness out there. It's a time of great healing and letting go of the past. And this might even be a year where you start writing your memoirs so that you can see if there's anything that's still sticking around, that it's not just a memory over here, but that something is still pinging inside you. And that can be such a clearing process. And this is the card that says, don't be hard on yourself. And as we do our life review, as we go through our life, it's important not to judge ourselves because everything is a neutral event. It's just a learning experience. Yeah, so happy birthday. And it looks like you'll be helping a lot of other people too do the same thing. Yeah, that's the term null charge. Mm. Rather, we keep charging things positively or yeah. negatively but we are never trained, no one ever mm -hmm. thought of it or suggested it, to attach a null charge to something. That's true. I mean, that's just the least bit of fruit from switching I'd to Trinity. I'd heard that term in ages, yeah. That's good. To Trinity thinking, it is the deal. 
Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Sherry. I'd like a reading from Mary. Okay, be most happy to. Thank you. Thank you. I'll hang up now. Okay, great. What's interesting is the speaker is now above our head, so it's kind of like everybody is coming down from the heavens. This Makes is a sense. card of understanding, and the thing is, is most everything that restricts us is all a state of mind, and once we, once we understand this, we are then liberated. How they said your, your truth will set you free? Well, your, your mind can set you free because that's what's imprisoning us at times. The slowing down card, what I'm getting with the combination of these two cards is if you've been thinking of doing something like signing a new lease or doing some major per purchase or some major thing in your life, I would slow down and maybe take a look at it and get a little bit more understanding. And if you feel like you cannot make up your mind and you're being indecisive about something, just take a step back, let yourself sleep on it, and say, okay, where is my knowing? What is my knowing about this? And then make the decision. And once you make the decision, let go of the other decision. Never go back and look at it to do a comparison. Just let it go and it will always be the right choice. Well, thank you. We have our next caller. Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Hi, my name is Christina, and I was hoping to get a reading from Mary. Okay, mm -hmm. be most happy to do that. Thank you for calling. All right, the first card is courage. This could be talking about um, going away to school or, or, or going off and doing something, starting your own thing, go, going out there, reaching out there. A place where it may not look like it will support life, but it certainly does, and not only does it support it, but it supports it quite well. But I do feel like something having to do with learning or going to school or something is out there for you, and you may want to consider that. Even if you think that you don't it's not a necessary thing to take or to learn. I, I feel you'll find that you connect with it greatly. And that, yes, you have all the information that you need to have, but sometimes it's good to just get more. And then this card talks about getting together with some friends and having a good time, some leisure time, some fun time. So it looks like the next little while for you is going to be filled with a lot of growth and a lot of spiritual connection with other people. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hey, it's Jerry. How you doing? Jerry. Hey. 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 How you doing, man? I'm I'm hanging in hanging in there. Oh, good. Uh, I was hoping I could get a, a reading from Mary on television. Excellent. Sure. You're gonna join us at the restaurant? Yes, I will. Excellent. Okay, that's uh, Ruby Tuesdays, by the way. The whole audience mm -hmm. is invited. Well, look at the first card we get. It's the success card. And what that says is our state of mind, if we see ourselves on top of the world, look what's waiting for us up there. If we see ourselves underneath the world in, in, in a darker place, well, then that's what we tend to look for in our lives, and that's what grows. What this is saying is that you're going through a period of time right now that may look like you're bridging this big chasm and that you're hanging on for dear life and, oh, no, I can't get to either side. If I let go with my hands, I'm going to sling this way and vice versa. But what it's saying is now is the time to trust and let go of the hands and the feet at the same time and free fall. Because as long as one holds on to something, then we are, we are bound to it and imprisoned by it. 
And this is a card that says, when we think, which in this deck, clouds represent our thoughts, when we think about something too much, it tends to start having tentacles and holds us. It binds us. So it's saying, get out of your thinking right now. <clears throat> Open up to that first success card because there is a lot of success coming to you. <clears throat> and I actually feel like you're going to get some news professionally that's going to be very lucrative for you. It might be coming very soon. That's excellent. Okay. okay. We have our next caller. Hi, you, caller. Gary. What's your name, please? Hi, Hi caller. What's Hi, this is Sarah. Sharon, what can we do? Yes, for I need a reading from Mary, please. Okay, be happy to. All right, the first card we get is the outsider. Now, the child feels that he has to have some kind of key or degree or something to get to the other side of this gate, but the lock is not locked. All he has to do is open it. And I, I feel like maybe you've felt this way at periods in your life where you did feel like you were kind of isolated, but yet you knew you weren't completely cut off, but maybe in this, like what, what they call it, purgatory, the space in between where you didn't really feel like you were part of the group and you didn't really feel like you were completely alone either. Oh, and here we get the aloneness. And maybe the remedy for this is to step out of that equation entirely and go on your own spiritual healing odyssey. This, this guy on the card had been looking for this light for years. It's always right over the next crest of the hill. And then one day he realized it was coming from his own chest and he just laughed and laughed and had a wonderful time with it. And this is the spiritual journey too. So it sounds like you're really, really having lessons in human relationships and therefore it being directed back to self so that you can understand the relationship you have with yourself. Very sacred time, much like what I picture Christ went through during his self-examination era. All right. Okay. Well, tonight's show is on the subject of uh, getting um, aware so that the, uh, the rest of the universe can assist us to, yes, what's an affirmation um, for well, that? Well, this is an affirmation for everybody out there, and it's an, an affirmation that's something that you say so that you bring the vibration into your body. Oh, right. And it is, I am aware of my spirit guides communication. Yeah, that's there important. we go. Yeah. And this show does a lot of spirit guidance. It really, really, truly does. A lot of what we say yeah. is directly from guides to people out there specifically, yeah, but the convenience of it is the number of people we can connect to all at once. That's why we're so, we love to get calls into the show because whatever the question is the caller has or whatever reading you do or whatever advice we give uh, applies to hundreds of thousands of people and if you count archives and iPod casts and so forth, uh, the rest of it out, we're reaching a, a amazing number of people and always a greater number of people also. So speaking of reaching, if you're in the uh, local area here, by that I mean Northern Virginia, and it is indeed Thursday night at um, 9.30, we're going to be at Ruby Tuesdays at Fairfax Circle and you're welcome to join us. Anyone in the audience who would like to, come, you know, come over. We'll see what's going on. Yes, and we will be doing an all-reading show and palmistry show coming up in the nearer future. So if you would like your palm read, you can take a copy, a Xerox copy, but don't press your hand flat because yeah. you have to be able to see the line. So adjust your brightness until you can see it. Yeah, and it's, uh, if you can get it fine enough to read fingerprints, 
I will be most joyous. But so far, most copiers don't come up with information like that. So whatever you get, I can certainly get something from something your palm from print. Yeah. yeah. So uh, email it in, and we'd be very happy to. Uh, and if you'd like to be in the studio audience, go to the website. You can play with my spirit animal cards and my inner wisdom cards mm -hmm. and soon-to-be relationship guidance cards. And it was our joy and honor to take you to the door. And you're going through the door, so just quit fooling around and go through the door. Go stop whining and complaining and go through the door. Because you know you're going to.